This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. That should do it. Taylor's not going to get it. Tanner's going to trot home, and the A's are going to walk it off for their first win of the 2021 season. So they get a run in the ninth, a run in the tenth, and they get to celebrate, and it's been a while. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. We are rolling with the three-man weave today. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, and Ryan Horvat on BetQL Daily here weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Catching the show live uh, weekdays, you can do so on 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, and 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Let's bring in Tony Gwynn Jr. at Tony Gwynn Jr. on Twitter, co-host of Gwynn and Chris on 97.3 The Fan in San Diego. He's an Odyssey Sports insider. Horvat, I hope Tony isn't too upset that we made money on San Francisco beating his San Diego Padres yesterday. How you doing, Tony? I'm, I'm doing well. I, I'll never be upset if somebody getting some cheese. That's uh, that's always a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Man, you know, these heightened expectations for this year, um, I, I'm sure much of Padres Nation dreaming about a World Series. And then week one, your dude, Fernando Tatis Jr., goes down to an injury, gets put on the injured list. Uh, share share with the audience uh, the details. Are we going to be all right here? Well, yeah, I, I think ultimately we're going to be all right. I think he, uh, the the I think the best bit of news move, moving forward for now is that he doesn't need surgery. Uh, it'll be able. It looks like this ten day IL stint will be enough to at least get him healthy enough to where he can get in play. Now, uh, for the time being, he's going to have to make some adjustments to to some of his game. I would think, right? I mean. Um, I don't think it's doom and gloom. I mean, Cody Bellinger had this had the same thing, won an MVP dealing with it. Um, it got progressively worse to the point where he had to have surgery, but there's still plenty uh, of uh, of talent in, in the tank, I think, for Tatis to kind of fight through it. Now, down the line, we may end up in a spot where he, he does have to have uh, surgery, and um, I think the Padres will, get, will address that when they get to it. So, but, but Tony, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he's had it come out like three times now. I, what, what are your thoughts on just shutting him down, getting the surgery now and making sure this thing doesn't get any worse and getting it taken care of? Well, what you're doing is, is you're weighing the time frame you're in. There, there clearly is a window right now. Uh, you got – you know, Manny Machado's in his prime. You got Snell for another two years. So there's a window that 
you 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 want to take advantage of. But on the flip side of that, you do have Fernando uh, signed for 14 years, and, and you want to make sure he's healthy throughout the majority of that contract. So it's it's one of those things where he's not going to make it worse, uh, according to the doctors, right? He, he's not going to make it worse, and it really becomes a, a tolerance thing. How much does he want to continue to go through rehabbing it, making it stronger, then maybe having it slip out sometime down the line? And you have to just keep going through that process until you decide that you want to have surgery. So it's like it's, it could be one of those situations where a surgery is inevitable. But I think for right now, uh, the Padres feel pretty good about where he is. The doctors feel pretty good about where he is. So then the flip side of that, Tony, would be, is there anything you see in Tatis's game that exacerbates this? I know people are talking about what he does on his backswing. Uh, and perhaps if that was part of this. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, if I'm being honest, there I don't know that there is a part of his game that doesn't exacerbate it, right? That's what makes him who he is. Now, uh, he's going to have to modify, I, I think, right? And and you brought up the, the finish to his swing. I look at Cody Bellinger, and as long as we've seen him um, – at the big league level, I don't know if I've ever seen him finish with one hand very often. I'm sure he's done it a few times. Um, and a lot of that you assume is in part to protect that right shoulder that, that the, the, the shoulder kept slipping out. So mm-hmm. I think that's something Fernando will have to do more of. We won't maybe see that, you know, long whippy finish that he usually has with one hand. Uh, but I've also seen him finish with two hands and I, and I've seen him hit like, get into some balls with two hands. So I I think he's going to be all right. I do. Tony, it's really early in the season. We're only six games in, but what's been the biggest surprise so far for you? You got Baltimore at four and two in the American league. The Phillies are five and one off to a hot start. What surprised you the first week of the season? Uh, The rough start, the, the Oakland A's got to was, was kind of surprising. Right. And you knew there was a chance that it was going to be tough, but this tough, I don't know. They, they end up getting one after uh, Kenley Jansen blows the save yesterday, but uh, it's been tough sledding. And you open up with Houston, who has swung the bats very well. Then the Dodgers came into town. I think everybody knows about them. Uh, that's certainly been a surprise. But you also have to look at Baltimore, right? They, they've, they, they've done some things, and now they haven't had the toughest of schedule to start things off. But uh, certainly, you know, after having the couple seasons that they've had, uh, it's certainly a little bit eye-opening for sure. If you were a betting man, who would you pick to win the AL East? Obviously, most likely the Yankees, but I feel like a lot of people are still sleeping on the Blue Jays. They looked really good in that opening series. The Blue Jays did look really good in that opening series, and and I think they're going to be a team that's going to be in that fight all season long. But I think if the Yankees are healthy, um, I think at the end of the year, they win. In a, in a 162-game season, you know, knowing how to finish matters. Like, no, they have guys on, on their squad that when healthy come, you know, August, September is when they play their best baseball. And I think that matters. Um, but, you know, that still also is, is, is assuming that they can stay healthy. The last two years, they've been hit as hard as anybody in the league with injuries. But certainly the Blue Jays, are going to be there, to, I think, until the end. But I think the Yankees end up pulling out that division if I was betting that. This is BetQL Daily. Our guest, Tony Gwynn Jr. at Tony Gwynn Jr. on Twitter. Also, 
Padres uh, radio broadcaster. So, uh, Tony, tell us in that first week, what did you see out of Arizona and San Francisco? Well, Arizona, um, you know, although the Padres took three or four from them, I thought uh, they did a pretty good job of, 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 of seeing a lot of pitches from the, from the start, from the Padres starters. Um, those games with the exception of the first one that got, that got away from them pretty quick. Uh, those games were, were relatively close um, in, in terms of the game, the score. I mean, the Padres, I think, overwhelmed their, their pitching staff. And I, I think that's going to be the part that Arizona is, is going to be fighting all year is, is that pitching staff. Uh, they struggled immensely, uh, especially the bullpen, getting guys out when it mattered. I think Cattell Marte is before he, he had the hamstring uh, a couple nights ago, he was, he was on fire. I mean, this dude came out and I don't know that he, he sprayed the ball all over the field and he did it with power. He showed off some speed. Uh, hopefully that hamstring injury isn't too bad because uh, I think he's on, on his way to having a terrific year. I mean, he looked, he looked fantastic. Tony, we got to get to my Philly. Oh, go ahead. I, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say the, the Giants on the flip side, I think that's a team that, that, People should watch out for. I think the Dodgers and, and Padres are a team that definitely um, will be at the top of that 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 division. But the Giants, they play hard, man. They play hard, and they have matchups that they like to do with lefty righty, and they do it pretty well. And if they get those guys to hit all season long, they could they could uh, they could surprise some folks. Tony, I'm a Phillies guy. Uh, they're five and one. People are getting excited. Do they have reason to be? I think so. I, I mean, the Phillies have, I mean, kind of always been that team, especially the last two years that it was like question marks, like, why aren't they good? Why aren't they playing at the level that we all feel like they should be? And I think they're finally living up to that promise. I mean, Rio Muto is doing what he does. Uh, I think their defense is, is pretty solid as well. The starting pitching has stepped up and, you know, I think, those things were, were true last year. The bullpen was, was the biggest issue. And so far, uh, they've been pretty good. I like the mix of guys they have on that team. Uh, I, I know everybody's talking about the Mets. Everybody's talking about the Braves. Uh, but the Phillies could make that division very, very interesting because they have, they have the talent to win that division. It's a matter of if they can all put it to pieces together. And it seems like early in the season they have. Yeah, and Tony, I want to buy into the Mets, and I feel like every single season we do, but I feel like they have the same problems. I mean, Pete Alonso is going to hit a bunch of home runs. They have the pitching, but we saw it already when DeGrom makes his first start. They don't give him any run support. So what's the knock on the Mets? You, you know, you know why, um, why won't they win that division? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, I mean... I don't think it'll be their offense. I think they got enough this year. I think, you know, it's just a matter of time before they start they start, start scoring runs for, for the ground. But I think it's going to be what, it, what it's been the last couple of years, their bullpen. If their bullpen uh, is, you know, and they spent some money on it this offseason to, to kind of tighten things up. 
and it's early. I, I'm not sitting here saying that that's going to be a, a consistent theme, but it's certainly the thing that we'll all be watching, right? Because we know that that has been their Achilles heel uh, over the last couple of years. So we'll be watching if that bullpen is as advertised. Uh, this, this division is toughest division in baseball. And, you know, when they're good, the Phillies are good, the Braves are good. These They could just be beating up on each other all year long. We'll, we'll have to sit back and see. Uh, with Tony Gwynn Jr., this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Uh, for the first month, we, we have to keep saying it. Small sample, small sample. But let's go to the NL Central. You know, how about I get so sick of it, man? Like we could talk about baseball without saying small sample every minute. Um, but Cincinnati, number one in run differential so far, plus 31. They've won five consecutive games, a, a game ahead of the Cardinals. Are the Reds for real? I don't know if I'm buying all the way yet, but this is the, the the crazy part about the Reds. When you go back to last year, right? I know it was a 60 game season, that small sample size we talk about, but um, their pitching was the thing that was really good. And their offense for some reason was, was quite anemic. And mm-hmm. that is never expected in that ballpark. And so I can't say I'm completely surprised by their offense um, and, and what they've been able to, to accomplish. I mean, Tyler McQueen, McQueen is, is, is killing it right now. I mean, uh, I don't know uh, if, if Cleveland, when they decided to let him walk, knew he would do this, but he's swinging a bat so well. And, and you know, it, sometimes it t- in years like this where a team like Cincinnati comes out of nowhere, it's usually because a couple guys are having career-type years. Um, I, I like the back end of their bullpen. I think uh, Amir Garrett's going to be a, a, a guy who can close out some games for him. Um, and we'll see if their starting pitching can kind of maintain. I've always been a big fan of Castillo. I think he has uh, got exceptional stuff uh, when he's on. And it, yesterday it seemed like he had everything going. So um, I don't know if I'm buying all the way yet. Like, I need to see a little bit more, but certainly it's promising seeing what they've done early on. All right, so Tony, I want to play a game with you that I play with Joe and Ryan, okay? This is Matt okay. Harvey's 10th year in the majors. How much money do you think he's made, if you had to guess? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, let's say uh, 150 mil. <laughs> one of them went with 375. <laughs> the other one went with 250. You said 150. $31 million, Tony. $31 million. Yeah. He never got a big deal. He did. You know, yeah. that's the thing that's crazy about you baseball guys. It takes a while. All the arbitration takes a while. Like you can be a stud for a while and never get. And right when he was about ready to get one of those ginormous deals, is when everything started to go bad for him. Yeah, but and, and you know what? Now that you've said that, it, it kind of jogged my memory again. There was just so much hype about him in New York that you forget that he kind of broke down right before it was time for him to cash in and. He's that that was that's that's been kind of the unfortunate thing. I've always thought once he got out of New York, he could he could actually have a chance to to do something. And um, it, it's 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 crazy how long it's been, you know, since we were talking about what the, what was it, the Dark Knight? Is that was I think that was yep. his big name at the time. Uh, and, and here we are today talking about him, and, and in our heads we think, man, he's got like what he's made a whole bunch of money, but really he he, he hasn't. 
Tony Gwynn Jr., he's a busy man. He's calling Padres games on the radio. He co-hosts on 97.3, The Fan in San Diego. And make sure you're subscribed to the Big Time Baseball Podcast. It's Tony Gwynn Jr. and John Heyman. Tony, thank you as always. I look forward to checking in again soon. All right, you guys take care. Thanks for having me. Good stuff there from Tony Gwynn Jr. So, uh, the, so, so are, are you all in on the Phillies, man? Are you like, man, they haven't played a road game yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm not all in on the Phillies. But okay. You're just I will say this. It's fun to be excited about them. It's fun to be excited about the possibility. You know, I don't like I, I'm not a guy that like knows all the guys in the bullpen or whatever. Sure, sure. But it seems like they should be good. You know, like with. Bryce Harper and Real Muto, like they've spent money. They've got like good players. They even have some pitchers. Like it's it's a lot of people are picking them third and fourth in the division. There's a reason to be excited about every professional team in Philadelphia, except for the Eagles. Yeah, well, that, that there's some <laughs> truth to that. Flyers aren't great either, but yes. Okay. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, and Ryan Horvat will update you on the Masters next. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.